Welcome to Duloc, such a perfect town. Here we have some rules, let us lay them down. Have you recovered yet? Because you look like you're in a good movie you song. Like, and you look good. You look rejuvenated. Girl, those, those, blood, those blood of those young twings in Bogner Regis really, do, really does the body good. Was it Bogner Regis you went? Butland? Don't make waves, stay in line. And we'll get along fine. Duloc is a perfect place. Are you done? I know what you're thinking. But I'm just going to like continue. I'm just going to. I don't know what you're thinking, girl. Come on. Please keep off of the grass. Shine your shoes. Wipe your face. What is this? What is Duloc this? Duloc is. What kind of, what kind of off-Broadway is this? Duloc what? is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Susan surrender your ass in a minute. Do like is a perfect place. You know Shrek. The way I didn't know that was Shrek, I thought you were just singing something you found in the middle of a of online. The way you didn't know that that was Shrek. The way from, I did not know. That's from Shrek One, when Shrek and Donkey are walking and they get to Duloc before they get sent on their little mission, and they pull the thing, and then it takes a picture. And honestly, when I was about I don't know, it must have been seven. That bit where you think they're going to say ass, but then they say face. <laughs> hilarious. Peak comedy. <laughs> it's those one, those one moments that just like creates a catalyst of happiness. I mean, DreamWorks knew what they would do with that movie. Hi guys, you are listening to The Loud Brown Gaze with me, your host. Hostess with the brownness. Oh, like it. The hostess, with the, the hostess with the hot mess this week. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, so if I want to be the hostess with the brown mess, you can be the hostess with the hot mess. Mm-hmm. Correct. We might have to say that every week. Soft Hi, guys. You listen to Lab Brown Goes. I'm your hostess with the... The brown mess. I forgot it already. Dan, <laughs> uh, joining me is the hostess with the hot mess, Miss Nick Charles. Good evening. Good evening. She see I got my pedicure girl. I got my pussy wax, my face wax, I look good. I'm kidding. I'm just trying yeah. to look, I, I can't remember her name when that does that. You you got a friend? <laughs> Iconic. Oh, I don't know who that is, but I have been saying as like, you know things that just you say yes. and you hear around. I have just been saying <laughs> as I go through my days, had the money y'all there's poor, <laughs> poor people, people around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With your broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> iconic iconic i absolute conic do you know what you know what you know another a statement that came to my head the other day i was it was such a moment that i think to myself this is me and dan it's a video of bob and monet and she goes oh racism <laughs> and she flings around the head i'm like this is me and dan 2.0 are you thinking of are you thinking of that one are you thinking the video of Bob and Peppermint, where they're talking about about us, and they go, "Oh no, they're talking about Fall Guys, I think." And they're like, "You play as a little blob person, a little black person." Wow! And then, yes. he goes, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, and then you race, race." <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. You know, Bob and Peppermint have such a like. I appreciate Bob and Monet, although I, you know, my struggles with Monet is like, yes, yes, pretending she's dumb. Um, Bob and Peppermint have such a like natural like way to be around each other. Yeah, that yeah. They've always they've got the fracking video. They've got that one. They've got the um, it's the fashion. <clears throat> Excuse <laughs> me, it's fashion. But wait, but, but wait, where is the fashion? 
It's fashion. It's fashion, guys. It's fashion. <laughs> iconic, iconic. Those iconic one-liners are just the thing that just hits you, and you're like, "Oh, girl." I do wonder, like, from people who've been listening to the start when you're back at the AO2, I'm sure there are some things that me and you have said that will yeah. one day people will be like, "Do you remember when you said that?" The answer is no. I uh, the, I forget I, everything I've said the moment I turn this recording. I know, off. I know. I think one of my funny moments is off. Is I think it was off rate off off um broad recording and i think we we were somewhere out and dan just turns to me and goes what the fuck is going on in here this day and i scream <laughs> now if you don't know the context of that it's from Alyssa. Alyssa is when ja- violet chashki is pretending to be her in a clip on a performance and she play her because she's like what the fuck is going on in here on this day <laughs> <laughs> iconic she kind of pauses. She has that head cocked. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's that slow. Look up. Look back. What the fuck is going on in here on this There's day? There's something about Alyssa that just makes you feel good, doesn't it? She oh, just has that. Quote that's machine. What... Yeah, correct. Oh, hey, we didn't hear talk about that. We should probably I get know. into the show. I know. We've a lot to talk about today. I, I have... I have Dan, I need to tell you something. You going to tell I'm me something? straight in. I'm going straight in, right? No, I'm no. Hear me out, right? As a as a as a long founding member of a very of a of a of a very known gay bar, a very known gay bar in London, who has given up the gay bar in in Manchester, it's still called a gay bar. Hint, hint, Miss JJ. Girl, wash your fucking bins. Watch it. Watch. Wash your fucking ice bins. Dan, how did she not wash these bins for six years and serving people ice in their drinks loudly for six years? For those of you that don't know. <laughs> the way Dan is painting his nails, by the way, it's hot side note. Dan is painting his nails <laughs> mid-recording here, by the way. Number one, they needed a touch-up. And their lilac as well. Number two, they needed a fresh coat for about the uh, <laughs> the conversation we're about to have with Miss Jeremy Joseph. <laughs> So if you don't know, for mm. people who are outside of London and outside tell the people, of the, tell the London, people. there is there is a a bar. Well, actually, there's three in the GAY family. There's GAY Soho, there's GAY Lates, which is in the north of Soho, mm-hmm. and then there is Heaven. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a little uh, story about GAY Bar in that they had a health inspection recently. Mm-hmm. Just a little, like, standard, you know, make sure that you're not trying to kill people. And they got a, a one-star rating, Ooh. which, first Ooh. of all, camp. <laughs> camp. <laughs> all gay bars from back in the day would have got a one-star rating from Correct. anywhere because mm-hmm. there was no bouginess. So for the benefit of the doubt, I'm giving this to Jeremy Joseph. It's like he's keeping the flag going yeah. for the tradition of shit gay venues that like <laughs> could get shut down any minute and you had to bribe the police very stonewall. So... <laughs> What I'm not going to give up to him is this man has not cleaned his ice machines in six years and they were mold. The report said infested. (laughs) Infested. Now, I have been in London for 11 years. And for a lot of those years, I was poor. Well, for a lot of those years, I am poor. Let's be let's be real about the shit. (laughs) Let's be real now. Tell the children. The amount of those ice cubes that have gone down my throat. Oh my god! I should legally be dead. Yeah, I think we all. Should, have. If, if I'm not dead, I should at least be allowed to sue. Yeah. How yeah, do well, you run 
Yeah. Alo- how do you not even like you had that whole COVID break, that entire COVID break to clean those Two damn years. ice machines. Two years. But not even that. Where is it coming? You know, like how we have PPI. You know, my mother have this. Why do we not have a helpline to call? Be like, have you drunk a drink from JY? You may be entitled for money. <laughs> yeah, like you're going to get any compensation from Jeremy Joseph. Where no. is... I will... Uh, I know a lot of the girls give it out to Jeremy Joseph for being kind of terrible. But I will rate a good night in heaven and a good night in JY. Yeah. I, uh, I say this all the time, like, I will stop mm-hmm. going when it stops being fun. That has started fairly recently, but that's only because I'm 29 still and everybody else there is 18 and I yeah. feel like I'm a kindergarten or I'm a, like a, a day trip and I'm yeah. chaperoning. It's, it's not, the the crowd is not the crowd that I want to be around anymore. No. So, But the night itself is still fun. Mm. So if you are looking for a cheap, silly night out you just want to get drunk and dance with your friends there's still good venues so i will give it out to jeremy for that but you gotta clean your damn ice machine mm. but you know what's even worse imagine you sipping on your nice little gin and tonic thinking "Ooh, ooh, just a little fl- bit of fluff and ice fine girl that's mold floating around for six years in that drink the one mm. thing i will tell him is i never noticed any mold which means the the acid they use in that diet coke is doing its job correct correct it's but then again you're not seeing what you're drinking when you when you no. are f- when you are a few shots deep, you ain't seeing shit. Yeah, but this good thing they don't put the ice in the tequila. True, they true. come straight out of the bottle. I watch them do it. True, true. It's just a mess. It's just a whole mess. Like, it, girl, you ugh. have enough money. You got enough money. Clean your goddamn ice bins. Next, she's gonna. It's, next, she, oh god. Just, I don't know how often you're meant to clean ice bins. I think it's. it's I, I think it's sure once every it's two more weeks. Than once a, it's. I mean, it's got to be more than once a decade. Yeah. Which he's still <laughs> failing at. I know. Girl, what you do with your life? Absolute wow from me on that one. When I thought I was shook. I was like, girl, not the ice bin. Not this. Yeah. And I like that <laughs> I was on Instagram and like the news had come out. I still saw people just posting up in JY being like, get a drink, get a little <laughs> yeah. thing. And I was like, we will not be stopped. <laughs> no. You no. could tell you could tell me that there was a dead body in the basement of JY, and I'd be like, makes sense. Yeah, I will have a double vodka cranberry. <laughs> yeah, no ice. Also, can, why why we're on the why we're on the topic of something? Do you remember back in the day when if you were a, a gay man, unless you were friends with a lesbian, you couldn't get on in the in the bar on the bottom? Remember those days? I see. I I do remember this because again, for listeners, if you don't know, so GY the bar is like set over three floors. Yeah. Well, technically four floors, but the top one's just toilets. In the bottom one, there is. The toilets, the bar, and then the cloakroom. The yeah. bar is kind of unofficially the lesbian bar. Yeah. Unofficially. The girls, they take it over. It's always a fun time. So it I is. remember people telling me, oh, you couldn't get in there unless you were the girl. Whereas that used to be my, I want to dip down and get a quick drink and not wait at this queue. So yeah. I used to dip down. And no one ever stopped me. Do you know who does stop me? She bar. She bar and so has never let me in. Doesn't matter how many girls I go with. I never been. I think they look at me and they're like, you are not getting in. I'm like, I know you're having a good time down there. And I'm not going to bring any other guys. Okay, I'm just, I don't want to. I know I don't want to take up space. Okay, I know that the space is reserved for queer women, and I get it. I fully understand. But if it's two a.m. and you're closing in an hour, nobody else is going to come in except me. Just let me in. I want to dance. True. You know what bar I don't go to in London at all? Cuba. Not for me. What Cuba do? I don't know. I just I just feel like I just feel like every time I walk past, there's like an aquarium with white fishes just floating around. Yeah, Cuba's good if you want a free drink though. True. True. Because 
they got them older guys. They got the older Q- man. Obviously, the Cuba thing is that they have shirtless stuff, which mm, not uh, mm, yeah. like could Debatable. could I do the job? Yeah, yeah. Does it appeal to me? No. But do you know who does appeal to men in their fifties, and men in their fifties will buy you a drink almost instantly. <laughs> If you turn up looking cute and like ready to chat, that is drinks. And you can get two or three and then you're like, oh, have a wonderful night. And he's like, oh, I thought we were chatting. I was like, yeah, we were. Have a wonderful night. I'm going to go meet my friend. <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> you just got to know how to work the system. Let me tell you something, Nick. Let me go tell on. you something. Tell, tell me, tell me. So tell I don't me. know if you saw, but we're recording this on Tuesday. And today mm. the Academy Award nominations came out. Yes, correct. I haven't seen any of these films. Okay. I have not seen a single one of these films. Same. All I want to talk about is once again, Gaga didn't get nominated. The robbery, the justice mm. for my sanity, mm. because all of that craziness and nonsense that she was doing promoting House of Gucci to not even make the shortlist to me, mm-hmm. that's delicious. <laughs> I did not want the little monsters, particularly the white gay little monsters. To get the kind of joy today that they would have gotten <laughs> if Gaga was nominated for Best Actress. Because you remember when, um, what was the singing one she did? A Star is Born. A Star is Born, yeah. And she was nominated for A Star is Born. And they mm-hmm. were insufferable. Oh, and then God. she didn't win. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't going to win. Mm-hmm. She didn't win and they were heartbroken. Like, she was robbed. Gaga was robbed. This time you can't even say she was robbed. Because girl wasn't even in, she didn't even make the season. I didn't even watch the film. And that's telling you something. I have heard insane things about that movie. I have heard it is like a being, an, it's like a fever dream, and I really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. But I also, I just cannot support Gaga's acting career no. because of the 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 reaction online makes me a bit annoyed. Yeah, and not even that. I just feel like I just feel, I just feel like the twinks, the twinks make it worse for me because every other twink on thing is like will post every tweet is what a Gaga tweet, a Gaga gif. It's like. It's like, you remember that one time when they killed this club, another club, another club. It was the meme that killed. I was like, okay, we get it. It's great. Next. No, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I don't know. I Have you watched it, though? Have you have you even think about watching this House of Gucci? I actually do. I, I do really want to watch it because I want to yeah. see just how insane it actually is. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast called Attitudes. I was going to say shout out to Attitudes, but they're a lot more successful than we are. So they don't really need it. But the hosts on there were talking about it. And like, I need to see the chaos myself because Mm. I love, I love a shit movie. I am somebody who went to go see The Meg in the cinema and will maintain that that was a good movie. With Jason Statham? With Jason Statham. I'm leaving. And now you got to hear me out a bit. Get me home. You got to allow me... (laughs) Let you me do love you, a crab movie, don't you? <laughs> let me explain to you why The Meg was a good movie. Okay. <laughs> let me explain to you why. The Meg did not promise that it was going to make sense. Okay. It didn't promise you a good story. It didn't promise you like cinematic masterpiece. What it promised you was Big Shark fights Jason Statham. <laughs> and what we got was Big Shark fights Jason Statham. And you could see where the kind of studio was involved and they were like, oh, we need to add a romance. Let's have a romance in it. Because Jason Statham and the scientist lady, zero chemistry. Mm-mm. Absolute, just nothing no. happening there. But they were like, <laughs> you're going to kiss at the end because we need to make this real. They put in 
one of the characters is Jason Statham's ex-wife, who he saves from a submarine, and then she sits in a hospital ward for the rest of the movie, and there's absolutely no tension. She, it, it wouldn't matter if she was his ex-wife. She could have been his friend. She could have been old, an old college buddy. She could have been just a stranger he met on the bus. It really didn't matter. But they made him her his ex-wife just mm-hmm. to kind of say, oh, his ex-wife is in it. There's a moment where one of the main characters says, this is a bad day for science. <laughs> not for us Ugh. and not for science <laughs> like oh, the Meg the Meg is one of the best movies has ever been released and I've watched it three times true, true. which is three more times than I've watched House of Gucci so if House of Gucci can match the the sheer chaos that mm-hmm. the Meg was yeah. I will be a big fan and I might take this all back and I'll be like Gaga <laughs> needed every award going while we're actually on films have you started watching euphoria as of yet no but you can tell me all about it because i've just been following it by via tiktok do you know what it is one of the most i think this week's episode before i get into what it's about this week's episode was so powerful and i hope zendaya gets an emmy award for it i go i don't want to say it out for you because i don't don't want to think also didn't realize that this actually is directed by drake didn't know this till the other day what didn't had a clue. I was like, "Excuse me, I, I pardon." Now, Euphoria is about it's about this girl called Rue, and she has she's like a recovering addict, and her family, and you know, and she almost died from from, from an overdose, and tried to like she's going to rehab and stuff, and then she falls in love with this beautiful trans girl, um, and the sto- I don't want to fill the story up, but it's ger- it's very much sex, 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 cocaine, sex, cocaine, more sex, cocaine, um. And there's even a clip of the... So basically, I will give you a little, little backstory of a little story. The, one of the dad in the story line is shagging a trans girl. The trans girl is actually talking to his, his son on an app who's meant to be straight. It's very giddy. It's very giddy. But also... But also, the best part is seeing the dad eating ass. I was like, "Oh, there's something about there's something about straight men or cisgendered men eating ass. There's something about it. Something about it. It's like they take their time, don't they? Because they don't know what they're doing, but they try. They try. And I was here for it." I mean, I may have touched myself ferociously a few times, but I was like, oh. You are done. Oh. You are done. Oh, what is this, honey? <laughs> what is this, yourself. honey? Also, let me, let me get into one topic before I go, before we need to go wrap it up. <sighs> the Queen's, no, this is not a long moment. This is just me saying out something here. Wide gaze. <clears throat> yes, wide gaze. You've heard me. Please stop trying to make things that are not racist, racist, and then tell black people this is racist. We're not going to do that. Let me, let me give you a little backstory here. Last week on Drag Race UK versus the world, we saw the iconically friend, very funny, very, very funny, the very funny Jimbo. Not this. Jimbo. Not this. Jimbo. Nick. Nick. Oh. Oh. Oh, go on. 
the gays, the white gays, especially. No, no black girls say you didn't see the black girls saying nothing. <sighs> the black girls were saying nothing. We were just like entertained because there's a we were entertained. Entertained, ma'am. How are the white gays gonna tell me? How are the white gays gonna tell me that that is racism because they're 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 insinuating that Jimbo was doing blackface? Danielle, Danielle, Danielle. Do you get do you, do you get this? Are you get? Are they, you get oh. they said Jimbo was doing blackface because Jimbo. <laughs> Painted his face black, not <laughs> not <laughs> not painted his face to be a caricature of a black person, Mm-mm. which is what blackface is. <laughs> he took literal black face paint and painted the face black. You girls make me laugh so much. Why? 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 How are they making this an issue? Nobody was talking about... Dan, that was the last thing that crossed my mind. I was so entertained because it was funny. It was... And I was like, how is... But how is a white man going to tell me, a black boy, that this is racism? Baby! Baby, stop trying to make things happen. No. There are time and... There are time and... when, When is time for us? When is time for you to be arguing about things that matter? Your, your mouth shut. When it's time for you to vote, Labour, your vote, Tory. Keep your mouth shut. Unless it's actually things for you to talk about. Why are you trying to make things happen? Because it's not going to work. How are you going to tell me, Nick, how do you feel about this? Baby, I told you exactly what I thought. You're backing up the wrong tree. Stop building a narrative that is not there. Because when racism issues are actually being happening, you and fucking loud and proud. But you know you're all all on, on the internet talking smack, baby. No, stop it, girls. Stop it right now. I loved that. Oh, <laughs> I absolutely loved the idea that Jimbo was doing blackface because loved it. She painted her face black. Loved it. It's like it's such a um, it's a complete misunderstanding of what the problem is. The problem mm-hmm. isn't that you Correct. you paint your skin a <laughs> literally <laughs> black <laughs> because the, nobody is black. <laughs> Nobody is zero 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 on the yeah. on the hex code. Nobody is that. Which is what Jimbo painted. Blackface is is using makeup to mm-hmm. imitate black people, mm-hmm. which usually means painting your face brown, not mm-hmm. black brown, exaggerating your lips, exaggerating your eyes, mm-hmm. making your features larger, or or black fishing, which is essentially trying to convince people online that you are ethnically ambiguous or something. Let's understand the mm. thing we are accusing people of before Thank we you. accuse people of it. Correct. Because you you cannot accuse Jimbo of doing blackface for what Jimbo did. If Jimbo comes out next week and they paint it up like a minstrel, yes. now we can talk about blackface. Mm-hmm. Now we can have the conversation. Mm-hmm. If Jimbo comes out next week in African prints with hair done up in like a full braids and like mm-hmm. with a twist and with Monet exchange makeup, we can have a talk about blackface. Correct. If any queen paints their face black, we ain't talking about blackface because mm-hmm. that's not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So Correct. let's look beyond the word that we use mm-hmm. to describe it and actually mm-hmm. understand the issue, um, which is something I would also like to say to Tandy Newton. Oh, is there a lot of moment? <laughs> 
Are we getting loud? This is not my loud moment. I have oh. a different loud moment. This is still, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a little something about Tandy Newton. Not this. <laughs> no, Tandy Newton is a, um, is a light-skinned actress. Mm-hmm. She is a black light-skinned actress. And mm-hmm. Tandy Newton went online and decided mm-hmm. to make me laugh a lot. Hard. Because <laughs> she said, so she's um, she's playing this new film in God's Country mm-hmm. um, where she, for some reason, decided to tearfully apologize to darker-skinned actresses. Mm-hmm. So here's what the words she said. She says, she had trouble taking the role at first. She said, I now realize that my internalized prejudices were stopping me from feeling like I could play this role. Mm-hmm. When it's precisely that prejudice that I've received, it doesn't matter that it's from African-American women more than anyone else. It doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who received prejudice feels this character. I wanted so desperately to apologize every day to darker skinned actresses to say, I'm sorry that I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mom feel like I'm not representing them, that I'm taking from them, taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. I do think that any woman of color who, whether they're pale or whatever, who have managed to help other actors get into the business, we matter. Whenever they say that black women have watched the movie and that is really, really mad to them, I just thank God that my light skin didn't stop that from happening. That didn't cause more pain. I I was I was gonna say this is slightly to Tandy, but I'm gonna say it to all of my mixed and light skinned brethren. We need to stop talking. <laughs> I know this is this is a little <laughs> a little ironic considering I'm doing this on a podcast. Ooh. We need to we need to hush. You need to not. We need to listen more <laughs> because I know Tandy was trying to be nice. <laughs> I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it for her. I was like, oh God, girl. She was trying to be nice and say, look, she doesn't want to take opportunities from, from darker skinned women. And she's upset. They're like, obviously the, the situation they're in means she's not representative of them. But she stopped before saying, so that's why I turned down the role on the condition that they gave it to a darker skinned actress. She's just like, I'm sorry, you bitches, that I'm chosen. I'm sorry that my light skin gives me privilege that you darkies can't touch or understand. And I am sorry that I don't represent you because my mama was one of you, but I am not. I am more and I am better and I am chosen and these roles are mine. There is a reason why. I refer to any light-skinned man that goes on Love Island as light-skinned chaos because <laughs> the colorism that is invades us as mixed and light-skinned people is wild. It is wild. insane. Wild. The privileges that we get from being seen as desirable and being seen as, like, for some of us for passing and some that ethnically ambiguous thing that we get to play in, mm-hmm. the darker-skinned black people don't get to play in, it mushes up our brain to a point where we cannot understand that the words we are saying are not helpful <laughs> at, at all. all. At all. So, Miss Tandy, you gave me such a good hearty belly laugh, especially, <laughs> especially when you said in the UK you would be considered dark skin. I don't know what UK you're talking about because I know it ain't this one. <laughs> I know it is not this UK. Where is she from? Is, is, this she from is she not from London anyway? She, she is a British actress. Hmm. I thought she's, she's from London. She's not even Billy Porter. She can't even say she weren't from here. So when she said like, oh, London really gets me. Europe really gets me. In in the UK, I'd be considered dark skin. Madam, Madam. <laughs> if you don't have a green tea and shut the fuck up. <laughs> just, just no more talking from anyone. 
which takes me to my loud moment of the week. And Nick, I've decided what we need to do before the loud moment is have like a siren noise. Meow, 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 meow. Thank you. So if I remember in the edit for next week, I'm going to put in a siren noise, but I will use yours for this one. And this is about people who should stop talking. And this is men with podcasts. Oh, God. Now, oh, again, what's coming. Mm. irony, because we are men with podcasts. Correct. <laughs> irony. But if you notice, we tend not to speak about what women should do and should look like and should be. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that every man who is not a gay man who speaks about other gay men, who mm-hmm. runs a podcast that doesn't have any kind of specialist topic mm-hmm. or no understanding, you didn't go to uni for anything. All you talk about is women and what they should be doing and how they should be looking for you. Mm-hmm. And not, I I don't know if you're recording in bedrooms, if you're recording in studios, but I assume there is a mirror close to you somewhere. That before you go in and tell a woman that she needs to be a certain kind of weight and that if she's overweight, she should hide in the thing or she should get to the gym and she should all do this. And if my wife doesn't lose the weight after she has a baby, then I'm going to divorce her because she promised me a package, which is things men with podcasts have said. Just take a look in that mirror just real quick. Just one time. Take a smooth look in that mirror and ask yourself, am I attractive enough to be saying this kind of madness? Do I bring enough to the table to be telling women what they should be doing? And I promise you, unless your name is Chris Hemsworth, you don't. You are not attractive enough. You are not rich enough. You're not successful enough. You aren't hot enough. You aren't charming enough to say any of this stuff. And you know what makes it worse is because y'all are being ridiculous. I now have to support that men shouldn't be allowed to buy microphones. And I own four of them, which means... I'm going to get lumped in with you people. You crazy, just saying whatever, misogynistic, awful, awful motherfuckers. I'm going to get lumped in because I own a microphone and run a podcast. And that ain't fair to me, which is the important part. True. Selfishly, the important part is you are giving me a bad name. Mm-hmm. Because you can't look in the mirror and shut your ass up. So everybody, just before you release that next episode, which is entitled something like What My Wife Should Be, or three ways to make sure you are the alpha in your relationship or any of that kind of nonsense. Let's look in the mirror. Let's ask ourselves two questions. Am I attractive enough? Am I rich enough? If the answer to either of those questions is no, which it will be, we just going to not release that episode because we've suffered enough. Let the gays and the girls have podcasts because it's Mm -hmm. what we do well. Y'all can have cryptocurrency. (laughs) Yeah. That's your thing. Go over there. Yeah. You can have trading apps. You can have the general requests you messenger box on Instagram. Football. Yes, yeah. fantasy. Knock yourselves out. Yeah, do it. You can have FIFA. You can have Call of Duty. Podcasts are for the gays and the girls, and I'm tired of y'all. And that's that. On what? Period. Period. We did a lot of telling people to stop talking this week. I like I it. I know. I like it. More of this, please. More of this. You want to close us out? Yes, yes. Well, this has been another episode of The Loud Brown Gears. Right, we'll be back in a minute with this week's Bridge Stop. See you in a minute. Bye. Doing all that talking on their podcast. So loudly. Now I gotta watch TikTok saying, like, we should ban men from, men from buying microphones. No need Bye. for it. Just go, just, just go make a cake or something. Go do that thing. Go wash your balls. I'm just trying to talk stupid shit about celebrities. Why can't they let me?
Straight men like to wash the balls. I don't go wash the balls. Do they like to wash their balls? Because I nope. know they don't wash that booty hole. They always use that tree in one fucking shampoo anyway. And the tea tree stuff. Oh, gross. <laughs> what they they must use that for some kind of sexual pleasure? Because that the tingle. Not the one. Not the one. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Good evening, good morning, wherever you are listening to. Welcome to the Brit Stop, your number one place for everything Europol's Drag Race UK versus the world. And I am seen. What the fuck was that? I will get into what actually happened in the episode. I don't know about you, but everything. I think you're right. It does feel low energy. The sound feels off. Um, It feels like like the show hasn't kind of laid. It's it just, there's yet. no energy. Like it doesn't. Like it's no not one like giving me anything to a, feel good. Done a you know what I felt like? I wanted to watch the show. Yeah, and I don't know if that's finishing. like if it's the time frame they're filming on, or it's a it's a mixture of the queens that they've got, or there's just it's, it's just not. I mean, God bless Jimbo for being there and giving us something to work with. But yeah, it's, I think I think tone of the show is kind of shown through Jujubee's entire performance turning up doing what needs to get done but kind of nothing nothing else nothing extra yeah. which is a shame because I think the show has the concept of the show is really exciting and I just don't know if it's it's giving yet yeah and I think maybe this might be because it doesn't it hasn't had any mini yeah. challenges and mini challenges are like there to be like fun haha everyone laugh moments yeah we're, and if you go straight to a maxi, it feels a little bit like um. Win again, the mirror girls. Win again, that moment. Win again, those 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 you know, those getting ready moments. Now I, I can skip a mirror chat. I do not need to hear you crying and talking about <laughs> how this part of your life was really hard. And I think it's so cliche on the show now. So mm-hmm. having less of those is good. We obviously got blues, blues mm-hmm. gender Her. chat. Yeah, which I was yeah. like, okay, think, it's not the yeah. worst one that's ever happened. Yeah. I think blue is definitely on the spectrum of being non-binary. I feel that a lot from them. Do you want to walk us through the show? Um, so let's do this. Um, from first, from from the get-go, from the second start, and we know we see Lemon, um, you know, zest her way on out of the show. Um, um, it starts, it starts, and you're like, okay, let's see what the what the girls bring, and the girls blue is shady. Blue is shady. Miss Blue is shady. Shadyboots.com. Miss Blue is will straight be like, <laughs> oh, so you said this and you did this and did you do that because of this? Yeah. Blue, Ooh. I don't know if the producers are feeding this to you or you're just paying attention to what's going on, but she does not mm-hmm. mess around. She's just mm-hmm. like, so here's what you said and why did you say it? Mm-hmm. And then because she looks like a 13 year old, it's yeah, it's like, wow, this child is direct. Yeah, it is. I have to give it to Miss um, Mohart. When she was when she said to Jackie Jack, hey, oh, with the puffs? You, are we at brunch? You're jumping around like, the episode, Nick. We'll get there. Go walk us through the are episode. We, are we not in are we not still in the workroom before it starts? Well, no, so at the end of the episode they ask Jimbo 
who he would have oh, yeah. sent home. Who he would have sent home. Oh, the drama. Oh, the drama. Yes, said in the action, but oh, who he would have sent home. And he said he would have sent home um, Janine Jacquet. Um, and during the conversation, I saw something that I felt like last week. And maybe as at the end of the day, we're playing a game. So someone mentioned, one of the queens mentioned, I can't remember who it is, said, were you, your, your, your performance felt quite mediocre, like you wanted to lose so that you could be the only Canadian queen in there. And I was like, oh, that was blue. Jade. Blue said that. Jade. Because blue is again straight to the point. Shadyboots.com. But you know what? Shh. To be fair, Dan, she brought a great insight into something. I probably didn't connect, didn't really pick up at first, but I was like, oh, true. I don't know if Jimbo legitimately threw the lip sync last week. I think mm-hmm. she probably just wore the wrong shoes, mm. which makes it seem a bit easier that she didn't win. But do I think mm-hmm. she's playing a game that early? Probably not. I think she just wore the wrong mm-hmm. shoes. But then again, they all. But then again, it is it is it is just a, a badge. So she probably just didn't really care. <laughs> Where's the money, girl? She just want to talk to RuPaul. <laughs> so then, from there, that happens, and then they had the conversation, and then, um, of course, you could see the ten. You could see the girls are starting to, you know really sign up the competition and to be fair i for me and that for so far i can't see a front runner just yet i can't because i think the girls that we are just starting to see the girls come together and that is nice however um i have to say this from the get-go baga's entire in from from that moment from when i saw baga talking and wherever when she was like in the workroom bored bored of it it's and that's on that it's very strange that I'm like, they're making Bagger a main character. Like, yeah, she was she was at the end of the promo last week. She's at the end of the promo for next week. She's Ugh. a lot. Of the episode was around Bagger not wanting to make this dress, and then Pangina yeah. making the dress for her. I'm not as against Bagger chips as a lot of people are because mm-hmm. I personally do enjoy some of her ridiculous jokes. Yeah, and she she's good TV. Yeah, she turns up, she makes a TV show, and I always appreciate a Queen that can do that. But yeah. It's like, do the challenge. You come on a show like this, girl. You come on a show like this. Yes, yes, we know you can. So, but give girl, go on, girl. Give us nothing which you done. Nothing. Anyway, let's let's before before I jump ahead here. So then, Moni Mo, Mohart calls out Jenny Jakey and said, "I felt like I was at brunch." And you know what? She makes a fair point because I think that when I've been to drag brunch, the girls the girls dress similar to how Jenny Jakey brought out her. A legendary dragon. I was like, oh, I mean, she didn't lie. Yeah, you turn out and something comfortable that twirls. And mm-hmm. Jenny actually took that really well. I think they set that up to be she like, did. oh, this super shady comment's going to cause a lot of arguments. But yeah. I think Jenny was like, do you know what? I appreciate the honesty about it. I'm here to yeah. step up and show you what I can do. And she did. And she did. So, mm-hmm. correct. Let's get into the workroom challenges. And RuPaul enters the room and everyone is stunned. The woman, the, woman, the woman was too shook to, to speak. Again, again, I feel like Baga is trying too hard to be, oh, I, I'm too lazy, whatever. Girl, why are you sleeping? And the woman just walks through the woman. The woman is paying your bills. The woman is paying your bills. Why are you asleep? Like I said, with Baga, she's like, she knows she's on TV, so she'll give you a TV moment. She'll give mm. you a little storyline for the episode, and the storyline is Baga doesn't want to make this dress. And that's something that... She wants to be a meme. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, fully. Meme quality. 
but yeah. but even like Pangina said that to Lemon last week is like this is going to be a meme. Is she going to jump from there? And I was like, no, she's that's it's not. It already exists. Aja's already done it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bagger's trying to make TV moments. The Jimbo crying at the RuPaul walkthrough was so sweet. Yeah, that was cute. You know how like Drag Race s- sweet moments or thoughtful moments can always seem a bit forced. Like you can tell yeah. the hand of the producer. That yeah. one just felt like oh, actually Jimbo just really did want to meet RuPaul and yeah. hasn't done yet and. Yeah. I know Brooklyn Heights has just sat there being like, fuck my drag. <laughs> but that was that was a genuinely sweet moment. And you can really tell that Jimbo like wants to be in this competition and is having fun with it. I think that I think I think that is that is the most important thing with shows like these is because I think if you're representing your country or you're representing yourself as a drag a drag persona and not even that Jimbo has never been on UK soil, like and the fan base here is amazing for her. Side 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 note, did you see the do you see the crowd at JY at Heaven for her on the I weekend? I did, I did, yeah. People oh turned my God, down. next level. And you know what? And I could see you could see that on screen and off screen. Jimbo is just having a good time. And I'm happy for her. Good for her. Yeah, it's mad when you just look at them and you're like, oh, you're actually enjoying this. You're actually enjoying yeah. having a good time. It's difficult with like these sewing challenges because the episodes are kind of set out like there's there's not that much drama beyond this girl doesn't know how yeah. to sew but that gets old real quick though it does and like we've seen it we're, we're a decade in right at least yeah i mean you girls know a sewing challenge is coming you you gotta at least have one <laughs> yeah. pattern ready to go did you not have a, a fake a fake sewing machine as a child i mean it's just like <laughs> it's things so some of the girls are like really are getting into it they've got a design concept they know what to do. Pangina's sketch was beautiful. Beautiful. A beautiful sketch. And then beautiful. contrast it with Cheryl's. I drew a smiley face just to feel something. Yeah. Madness. <laughs> a mess. To be honest, in the workroom, nothing really happens. Should we should we no. skip to the runway? That's where the Let's skip. Let's go to the runway. Um I do you know what? Again, there were so many looks that I was just like, hmm, meh. But there are, I'm just going to call out my, my top looks because I don't want to go through one by one because it's just, that's boring. Um, my top looks has to be, um, I actually really like Pangina's own. I know the bottom felt a bit off. You know how Rue look? Mm. It was cute. It was cute. Um, I really like Jimbo's look. That was stunning. Um, which, which category are you talking about? The, the RuPaul look. Okay. I think that was cute. Um, I liked Monique's own. I thought that was cute as well. It wasn't iconically iconic. And I also kind of like um, Juju's. It's cute. On those ones you said, I think Pangina's, if she had changed that legging so that it matched the colour at something on top, because you know how sometimes Ru will wear something that like hits a thing and then you've got a whole leg, but the colour usually yeah. matches. Or at least matches an accessory. So it looked like it was part of the outfit as opposed to like, oh, and I'm just wearing a black dance legging. That would have really sold it. Jimbo's was very, the, I described it as walk down as like, oh, this is like Brighton Queen does RuPaul. It's, it's <laughs> everything's just a bit clunkier and chunkier than RuPaul normally goes yeah. for. But it was very, it was very RuPaul. Very well deserved. Monique's own, I didn't love. I loved the hair. I loved her hair. Yeah, her hair makeup is always yeah. like, perfect flawless did i did i love the look no um Mm -hmm. was she aware that it wasn't successful or uh, yeah Mm -hmm. like she made them laugh and that's good Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What I struggled to agree with the judges with was J.D. Jacquet's. Mm. It was the most mm. classic RuPaul, but mm. it was kind of ugly. It was, mm-hmm. it's, it was very disco, but only because it was a sparkly catsuit. And then it had the, mm. the cape was nice, but this big shouldery flower yeah. puff thing. I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I yeah. hate it. Yeah. I did hate it, but also, I think as well, RuPaul's first time in drag back in the day wasn't very cute. Look on the Google, you'll find the pictures. So she probably did take the take the idea from there. I mean, probably, I mean I'm sure she's loved it. And like RuPaul even, like she gave her the win, so she must really like it. But like, I didn't like that one. The The Butch Queen was cute. The Butch Queen was cute. The the kitty girl was uh, the kitty girl was Katy Perry from Dark Horse, right? With some cat ears. Yes, yeah. So it was like you fully didn't come prepared with a full cat look. You thought that was going to be like a mini <laughs> challenge one. So you're like, oh shit, let me pull something together. Um, mm. yeah, wasn't didn't love it. What I did love was Monique Hart's Butch Queen. Oof. Now, no, that was for Monique. That was very like it was. Michelle said it was classic mm. ballroom. It was fully like this. Okay, if you're doing Butch Queen, you have to give butch that's the thing i remember these girls walking for butch queen and you're looking at them like where's the butch where was the butch yeah. in jujubee's business suit oh no you looked very thin no. you looked very pretty you weren't giving me butch queen she was giving me i've just stepped out of peacocks and i'm going to my first day at the job center yeah and then she that's opens it into some little flowers things and i was like no, if you what i was like that would make sense if you're opening from something very butch very masculine very like harsh and like heavy, but you just like nice business suit into nice little flower thing. I was like, you're not even trying. You're not trying. Um, other butch queen I didn't get, but Cheryl, bless her, like racer, I got it. Was it butch? No. Mm-mm. The shape wasn't the makeup was so pretty. It it was very drag race season for promo. Yeah, it was it was just very pretty. And the I was like, give me, give me Butch, give me somebody, give me Gruff, and like, what does Cheryl look like when she's like, Rrr. and if that was it, I was like, oh, it's, it's disappointing, it's it's disappointing. Do you know who got Butch Queen? It was ugly, it was an ugly look, but it nailed the category, it was fucking bag of chips. <laughs> I will not go on this podcast and say the bag of chips looked good in her G.R. Jane fantasy, but she she walked the category. Mm-hmm. And the key thing is true. walk the category, mm-hmm. and true, very true. It was Butch. So I for all, total looks across the runway, Mon- Monique's Butch Queen took it for me. Like ten tens, tens, tens across the board. You win gold. When it comes to like the looks they made, I I think Jimbo's probably hit the hit the. Uh, the mark. Yeah, like was the was the most correct for mm-hmm. it. But I'm also like on these sewing challenges, you need to give the girls three days. Yeah, I know. Because I feel like I we're, I'm very rarely shocked or surprised anymore. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. You know what? You know what? Look, I what look stood out for me this week. I have to say because I'm a huge anime fan. Love Monet's. Love, love, love her homage to Luna from Sailor Moon. That was iconically lovely. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was cute. I was like, on Monique's first two, I was like, oh, she's walking this. She's absolutely walking this. And she came out the third one and I was like, okay, she's not walking this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she's, um, 
she'd better be safe. And she was. Do mm-hmm. I think she was bottom three? No, I think no, overall I thought no. Blue was weaker. I thought Bagger was weaker. Before we jump into eliminations, I just want to say something that people might hate me for, but it's the truth. Michelle is right. I don't think I don't think Juju is giving me anything that I need or want. Oh, I'm so and glad. And she's a very much a fan favorite. I'm so glad you said it. I'm so glad Michelle said mm-hmm. it because I was like, last mm-hmm. week I thought Juju was sleepwalking. This week Correct. I thought Juju was was offensively sleepwalking because mm-hmm. it's okay if you can like sail through on your charisma but you at least got to try and walk the category mm-hmm. and the, I know. that first look there was no cat to it there was no kitty girl mm-hmm. in her kitty girl there was mm-hmm. no butch queen in her butch queen her rupaul was slightly rupaul except she was just flashing that coochie mm-hmm. rupaul don't ever flash the cooch never she she hardly she hardly stands up she'll bring the slip all the way up <laughs> yeah but you know the the cooch is is covered. I think it was good at Michelle Collar because I I totally think that I totally think for as well. I think that she's sailing massively, and that's for me that bores me. Like, but not but not not only that because we have seen Juju so many times that I thought for your last go, or potentially last go, give us something. That we know you are... that I don't feel that fire from her. Yeah, I would not have been mad if yeah. she went home today. No, I wouldn't be mad either. Because it felt be like Cheryl wanted it. Yeah. Cheryl 100%. wants to be there. Is Cheryl gonna mm-hmm. win? No. no. No, she's not no. gonna win. No. But does she... She could at least... Yeah, does she... she could... She... She deserved it. She deserved. She deserved. She could see when they were like deliberating and, you know, and she... And I know... I know for a fact when she... She, when she was hit going hard on herself about the, about the sewing challenge um, before we hit the runway, I was like, hmm, Shazza, I'm scared. I'm worried for you. But let's get into eliminations. Bring back my space cadets. Eliminations. So what do we think about this lip sync? The bottom two and the lip sync. The song. Oh, mama. Oof. Ooh. I gotta say I agreed Ooh. with the bottom two. I didn't agree with the top two. Mm, true. I would have put Pangina in instead of Janie. But yeah. I did agree with the bottom two. This mm. lip sync was Was it bad? No. No. Was it was good? It good? No. No. Did Do I know what it was? Nope. It was very no. much like if you've ever been to a drag show and they do an impromptu lip sync challenge with a few of the girls and they just put on a song and you just got to mm-hmm. do your best. It felt hope for the best. Yeah, kind of it felt like that. Yeah. It felt like you weren't prepared and didn't come out mm. with anything. I love Jimbo's facial expressions at every single point. I love it. Yeah. Like literally having the time of her life. Jimbo is so happy to be here and she's enjoying mm-hmm. herself and she's having fun. And then obviously she loses, which I think is fair. Mm-hmm. I do think Janie was slightly better, but to be honest, I think... Mm-hmm. Nobody really won this one. Janie was just no, less terrible. No. Um, yeah. And then Janie sends home Cheryl, which mm. I personally would have sent Juju home. I would have. I would have. I'm going to tell you why. If I was playing that game, I would have sent Juju home. Not because I'm um, not because we know Shazza and you know Shazza. We know, we, you know we're, we're fans of you and you listen to the show. I think personally that I would have sent Juju home. Not because... I know Cheryl wanted it more is because Juju didn't give a fight. It was more like, and not even that. If you know she's a fucking threat, kick her out. Yeah, I would kick the threat out. Play the game. 
and I'll tell you this with I will tell you this with with, with my with my head held high. I know for a fact if Monet Monique was in Monique, sorry Monet, oof, not death. <laughs> if she was in the bottom, in the top two, she would have sent Juju's ass packing. I don't know because they got the little American thing happening. True, true. But yeah, like I, I thought this with all All Stars formats. Mm. Morgan McMichaels was wrong to say it to the other girls, but. I'm totally kicking out the top performer because their whole thing is like, oh, if I want to win, I want to beat the best. Well, you did beat the best because they were eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't win. And they're like, oh, well, it makes your win feel like it's less. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You still won. Yeah. Send them home. You're getting 100,000. You. Listen, I was, listen, I was helping Juju pack. Need help packing? I mean, she barely brought anything, apparently. (laughs) So who's your, who's your top your top look of the week. Um, so top look is Monique. That Butch mm-hmm. Queen was so far and above and beyond anything anybody else had brought on that runway. Mm-hmm. I It's the only thing that like gagged me and got me shook on that one. My bottom queen of the week is probably Juju. Because mm-hmm. at least Cheryl tried. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. God bless her, Cheryl. That last dress. Woof. Yeah. But. Woof. Yeah. Well, you making a RuPaul dress doesn't touch the floor. What are you doing? Yeah, you know this. You know, you've seen the show. Just drape We're something. Fo- just do a bag of chips. Just yeah. drape something around a mannequin and call it a day. Um, <laughs> That's tea. But yeah, um, Mon- what- Monique's Butch Queen look top yeah. of the week. Yeah. Juju be at the bottom. I think Monique, yeah, Monique for me was the top and therefore um, Juju was my bottom as well. I think I think that, but I don't, I don't know, Dan, I just feel like I'm t- I I usually watch this show feeling excited. And at the minute, I'm just like, like I'll I'll tell you, there are times when I just kind of like zoned out. I was like, oh, it's still going on. Okay, let me let me see what's going on. It was like that, and I and I, that shouldn't be. I should be intrigued and, and, and involved. I'm just like, hmm, yeah. but we're only week two, so let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, they sleepwalking yeah. through the second episode. Hopefully, it picks up in the third. I am ready for a full reading challenge. Read. I think when the reading challenge come around, I think. Jimbo is going to be one to watch for the reading challenge. I think she's going to be, a f- and of course, Blue, jo- Jimbo and Blue. Blue, there's a blue so shady. Oh, mm, so shady. Well, so shady. That was Drag Race. Again for another week of doing mediocre. <laughs> Bye, Cheryl. We love you. <laughs> Bye, Chesa. Sorry, this didn't work You're out. A- I know, but don't worry. Your face was cute, though. Take- that was beat. Yeah, the makeup was cute. Yeah. Yeah, she will. She will still make the money at the drag brunches, and she know it. She's a hon. Monique will be like, "Why are we at drag brunch? <laughs> Why are we at drag brunch?" Not guys. This. If you want to see us at drag brunch, wait. Mm. No, I'm. I'm doing a segue. Am I, guys? If you want to see the equivalent <laughs> of our drag brunch, you can follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Dan James LDN for me, and it's Nick Charles for Nick Charles. Or you can follow the show at Loud Brown Gaze on Instagram and Twitter. We are going to be here next Wednesday with our little show at the start and then our Drag Race recap at the end. And until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye.